when you put something on the calendar. It's for real. If it makes it to the wall calendar, that means that it is an, it is an appointment that must be kept there. Sometimes it's even on a little sticky note. Problem is, when they send you to the wrong office, they cannot fulfill their appointment requirements. I should tell you this. And the best spots to make out in the Hudson Valley. As I came here from a great distance, from the great Sagandaga. Mole, Zane, Podcast of Rambling Randomness. Coming up now. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know. And if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Today, we are going to be talking more. We touched on it last week a little bit. We got 17 of them. Zane counted. 17. 17. 17. Mentioned in passing. In passing. But then again, uh, to be fair, we had two guests that really didn't watch cartoons. You know, I thought the youngest person to ever be on the show, like, regularly would have watched cartoons. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm I, don't, wrong. I don't think that people really watch cartoons in general anymore. I don't think so either. I don't think that they watch gen- Especially, it's got to be America. Like, I don't know, man. Because overseas, just as, as many people as I've talked to on, like, Twitter that are, that are not from this country. Don't watch television. They really don't. Nope. No, they don't. And, and they didn't grow up the same way we did being latchkey kids in front of TVs. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know whether to be jealous or to, you know. I would be. I, yeah, I probably would be, because they're living better lives than I am, so. Anyway, we're talking, uh, I guess, more in passing about cartoons, and uh, we got, we got uh, you know, Zane, Zane, Zane mentioned some stuff, he's, he's going to be talking uh, some stuff. <laughs> well put, well put. Hey, you know, that's what I do, I'm very articulate, so. Uh, I got a green screen. You do? Yeah, somebody got me a green screen. Really? I was looking at this, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot all about that. I got a green screen for, now. For, for somebody who doesn't like video on video. Yeah, I, I, I don't, it was given to me <laughs> as a gift. <laughs> well, you know, we might have to do some more green screen stuff then. I'll just bring Set it Paul and Petra up in front of it and do some weird stuff, make him fly like Superman or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do it for weddings. We get like the computer green screen image and stuff. You can have it like all fucked up for pictures and shit. There's money yeah, in that. Yeah, that, that sounds like a big old. That's a lot of work and uh, more work than I'm willing to do. So, uh, like I said, uh, you could. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be talking today. We got some wrestling. Uh, we do not have Eleanor this week. Hannah has a big interview 
with somebody on uh, Sunday, and she's preparing for it, which we will be getting a transcript of it and finish, uh, of course. Uh, so I will be using good like old-fashioned... No, like an interview interview. Like, she's interviewing somebody. Like, we do with people sometimes. Oh, but she's actually... Yeah, she's going to be doing taking it. Taking yeah. her time and doing her homework. Right. right. Yeah, this is why I'm so terrified to do interviews. Yes, no, see, I, I just like to go off the cuff. Uh, and, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like to go in with a little bit of knowledge about the person at least. You know, it makes it more interesting that way. Uh, so, but yeah, so we, uh, we do not have uh, from Eleanor. Um, I'm not sure why we don't have Eleanor. I didn't ask her. Uh, but we don't. know. <laughs> do we have she the, interviewing Justin she's Trudeau? A, she, the Canadian Prime Minister? <laughs> yeah, I want to know now who she's interviewing. <laughs> um, I tell you the truth. I it's, feel it's Justin Trudeau. It, it might be. I don't know. She very well could be. Ask, ask him about that trucker shit that's going on uh, on the border there. Uh, Hannah, I want to know about that. It's their Trumpers. It's, it is it really is. Yeah. You know, it, I, I can't break it down any more simply than that. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't know, man, because they're, they're, they're giving me a very good argument to go solar. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, fuel this is the way to go, apparently, people. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> Just make it happen. You know, I'm tired of seeing the shelves empty at every store. Every store. <laughs> gotta grow your own cat food. You do. Gotta grow your own cat food. Gotta make make your own uh, adult diapers. Uh, they're they're gonna run on those too. I don't know why. They're, they're just shelves are getting bare. Like people are like, I am fucking screw the toilet. I'm just gonna buy these underwear and fucking shit and piss in them all day. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause of COVID. That's exactly why. <laughs> oh, anyway. So that's what we're going we're gonna to be rambling today. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody where you can find us. You can find us over at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. There's merch over there. Go to the store. Click the link. Buy some stuff. Hannah just bought some new stuff. She's rocking her new shirt with her new face and logo, and she's very happy about it. She very loves nice. it. Very nice. Love it. Check her out on her Instagram for some, you know, pictures of her wearing that dope ass merch and i can't buy a coffee mug because i have too many okay i will i would well, buy what about gifting mug. i will buy you i will gift you a coffee mug with the new no logo. no see i can't i don't need any more <laughs> mugs i have too many mugs as it is <laughs> and they're not the big ones yeah like i got a thing for you know a, what are they eight 12 ounce yeah yeah know. yeah 12 ounce cups of things. No. i put too much milk in my coffee I do prefer the old 24 ouncer, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I like a good 16 ounce coffee mug. Yeah. You know, it's not too big. I mean, but it's uh, not like, yeah. you know, because those little things, they get cold either too they fast do. or they get gone too they fast. They definitely do. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> but anyway, we're talking, we're doing stuff. Uh, how about we get to a song? Let's go to a song. Let's do a song. Zay! Which song? Pick one. How about The Buggles, since it's right here in front of me? From the age of plastic, with video killed, the radio star. It's Rex Manning Day. Rex Manning Day!
was Buggles. Video killed the radio star. Because it's Rex Manning Day. Because it's Rex Manning Day. And Pajama Friday. Yes. Which I, I, I was supposed to mention that in the morning message that I did not really send. It, it, it consisted of just a picture of me saying skiing. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because, um, yeah, I was like, yep, I just got here and I'm not writing message because I've been driving for the past two and a half hours. So I'm going skiing. <laughs> so, Zane, how was skiing? Let the people know. Well, you uh, you strapped these planks on the bottoms of your feet. I, I did not say what is skiing. I oh, said, okay. how was skiing? <laughs> It was good. Um, skiing is great. It's it's a great pastime. It is a terribly expensive hobby oh, to God, have. Yes, it is. Um, I'm using gear that is either hand me down, makeshift, bought it out of a discount bin, and is older than I am. Um, my boots were rusted shut where I had to pry them open with pliers last oh, night. Shit. Um, my bindings were. I don't know how old they are, but they um I never used these ones, so I was like, oh, I hope to God that these don't need to be tuned up at all. Right. And the skis that I were using, because my skis, the laminate is coming off. And if you don't know what the laminate is, there's like a plastic cover that yes. goes over the the plastic and the titanium and the wood. And there is wood in there There somewhere. is wood somewhere, yes. But, uh, yeah, so I couldn't use my skis, because I'm pretty sure that they would have just fallen apart. Oh, shit. Yeah, but these were like 10 centimeters longer than anything that i've skied before oh so uh they at least had an edge on them though okay. so that 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 helps but um yeah. i i haven't skied in two years and i can still do it well there you, you go know, it's like riding a bicycle i i uh i definitely was not the normal zane out there that i normally would be i was not doing no, no, no double slaloming down I, there i was no double black diamond <laughs> it i was like you know what i don't feel comfortable with these skis on so i'm gonna stick to some single diamonds without the bumps on them because Straight i down. did not feel yeah i didn't feel comfortable on any moguls um yeah but i uh, I, I i went fast and i uh i, I do have a story to tell so sure. i ski by myself um now skiing by yourself it, it's it's a double-edged sword for somebody like me i do a lot of it in like a four hour time period i probably did like 30 laps yeah um, because, you know, I, I spend more time on the chairlift, which can get boring. Right. Um, and, you know, so uh, I catch a chairlift with, you know, some people, you know, uh, just a bridal conversation. And I go up with this one guy, and uh, he uh, he immediately is like, so uh, what you listening to? I'm like, oh, right now I'm listening to some atmosphere. Okay, you know, we start chatting a little bit. He's like, you mind if I get high? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got that look, don't I? <laughs> He's like, you want smoke? I'm like, I, I, I don't. You know, <laughs> weird thing, because afterwards I did. I wanted to smoke after, but um, he like he took it out, and uh, I was like, yeah, I just, I just don't, don't do that anymore. He's like, oh, why? Cause I get too high. I'm like, well, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and no. Uh, so he takes it out, he puts it in his mouth, then he puts it away, because I'm pretty sure he couldn't get it lit. Um, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Maybe he was doing it out of, out of respect. Then he started telling me about it, why I should wear a helmet. And I'm like, well, um, I don't. I never have, and I just, that's, that's, that's another $150, $200 to spend. And you know what I, I find also works? Don't fall down. Work. You know, don't that's hit your great. head. Don't run into other people, and hope to God that other people won't run into you. So you stay faster than them; they can't run into you. That's right, exactly. Um, you, uh, you, 
always got to be there's you know there's you got to be very careful on a mountain though gotta gotta keep your uh, head on a constant swivel yes you do yep so uh, so after that you know he's telling me how he wants to learn how to do a 360 and a backflip <laughs> um and i told him well practicing here in the east is a terrible idea uh-huh. because uh the snow is like concrete yep um i said uh but if you really if you really want to learn uh like a trampoline put your skis on get on a trampoline and start doing backflips um he's like really i said yeah really like that's that's how you will learn to do 360s and backflips on skis yeah you know coming from a guy i never did a backflip on skis let me i mean not gonna twist it now people <laughs> i've never been on skis and, and tried to do a backflip i've never been inclined I, to do one either I've, well i i probably would be inclined if i you know had skied at the right places and yeah but you know, 360 was enough for me. That that right. took a lot of learning just to pull my body around. Now, watching the Olympics, these guys are fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, they are. Fucking insane. Well, they what live on doing, skis. What they're so doing they're... now. Uh, like doing 2180s. Yeah. Like, like with nah. Triple D flippers in them. <laughs> triple D flippers with, with a Buick grab. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Buick grab never existed until I watched the Olympics the other day. Because I'd never heard of a Buick grab in my whole life. Watched a lot of snowboard, a lot of skateboard, a lot of skateboard, or a lot of ro- rollerblading, a lot of skiing, and I've never heard of a Buick grab till the other day because the guy that did it made it up. <laughs> He's like, "Yep, I just made this. That's it." Yeah. So, so, and this is all in the course of probably about five minutes time, like you know. And he's like, "Oh, so, so, uh, so you skiing by yourself?" I'm like, "Yeah, yep, yeah, skiing by myself." And uh, so, uh, you, you want to take a run together? I'm like, "Yeah, sure, sure." You know, let's, let's we get off the chairlift, and I immediately like go to the trail that I'd like and just bang it out and hop back on the chairlift. Does that make me a bad person? No. Okay. No. Like, oh, he also said that I sounded like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> you sound... But I look better. You don't sound like him at all, for one. Um, and two... But, uh, but I... You do look better than I, Zach Galifianakis. I'll give you that. You know, <laughs> I, I felt bad my next... Because I'm like, you know... I like kind of offered to go skiing with me, and that's nice. It's nice to ski with people. It really is. Like I, I usually appreciate the company, but I had my music on. I had gone up there for the day by myself for a reason. And, <laughs> and not like, and just within that amount of like five minutes, I'm like, you know, I don't want to hang out with this guy. I just don't want to do it. You and know, you, and you have every right not to want to do that. Then I really did feel bad about it. I was like, man, I was like that. Maybe I hurt that guy's feelings. I was like, and, uh, and that was that was really rude of me because you know, it's like I was kind of bored by like like you know skiing with somebody else always makes it a little more enjoyable. Uh, I don't know. I felt I felt bad afterwards, and I was like, wow, that was kind of a dick move. <laughs> I just I just didn't know how to tell him like, no, I don't want to ski with I, you. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll yes, ski with that guy. I'll ski with not, every other not, person not here, just not you. Yeah. Sorry. Does that make me bad? No. Yeah. It, it, Makes me think. And then afterwards, I wanted to smoke some weed. And I only say that out loud because I got to tell him myself. Because I was like, man, so glad that guy didn't like that joint. Right? Because so I was like, man. And like, I immediately was like, nah, no, nah, you know, it's like, I don't smoke. You know, he's like, oh, you know. And I'm like, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to go into Zane's tales of <laughs> what he has and hasn't done in his life because it's only about a seven minute chair ride. And this guy don't need to know. And he really doesn't want to ski with him. So he's not going to tell him his life story. Yeah. <laughs> I told him I, I have a podcast. And if you really want to know, you know, there's like Just listen. 197 episodes of me ranting about the nonsense I've done in my life. <laughs> yeah. 
so so I also thought about you while I was skiing out there today. As I was sitting on a chairlift about 25, 30 feet in the air. Mo the would not blowing, like this anymore. With the wind blowing <laughs> at about, about uh, 10 to 50 knots an hour, you know, <laughs> kicking the snow right up off the mountain. And it had stopped. Uh-oh. And, uh, and you know, you, you start to get a nice swing. Oh, yeah. There. And uh, I'm not really afraid of heights, but you start thinking of the modern marvels. <laughs> then you think that probably about 15 feet to my right, was an old, I don't know what they call them, I guess tower for their old mm. chairlifts that they yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking at what you're on now, and now the thickness of the cable and everything looks well lubed, and you know, right. things are. Then I look at this one over there, how it's like on the side <laughs> of the mountain, kind of crooked. <laughs> now, speaking, you know, this isn't in service anymore. Right, right, right. And there's no cable on it, but I'm like, Man, they probably made that thing like 70 years ago. And the oh, guys yeah. were just like, yep, we're going to put a rope on there. And we're going to bring you 20 feet in the air. And you're going to go to the top. And you're not going to have a strap or anything in that fucking thing. Or a bar of the old ones. <laughs> Why? The bar is only there to keep you from falling, falling out. Falling out. What happens if... if uh, <laughs> actually, I, I have heard of a story of the, like it releasing and bringing you backwards. And the bar basically cut a person in half. Uh, yeah, um, I've heard all the horror stories from when I worked at Wyndham. Um, working at the top of F-Lift, fucking all the way at the top of the mountain. And people sometimes uh, forget to get off and end up trying to ride back around. They can't do that. It's, it's not allowed. Um, we aren't even allowed to ride down after shift. We have to get on the ski patrol uh, sled if you don't have your own skis or you know snowboards. And they have to ski you down on your back, sledding down, doing like 100 miles an hour, whatever it is. <laughs> but don't they have to then, basically? If you don't take them off the chairlift, don't they have to ride back down? Because once they're around that bar... Right, uh... but it's not safe, that's the thing. Like, to have the weight on that side as well. Oh, okay. Right. That's Because uh, I was like, I've, I've seen people... Because I'm like... I don't know what like when you do the uh, like the the fall foliage, the tours and stuff. Pe- people are on them up shoots and down up and down all the time. So right. what the fuck is the difference? And I've seen guys that yeah, working at Cadman like yeah. those old dudes were not getting. We yeah. didn't have we had one snowmobile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those guys were taking yeah. the fucking chairlift yeah. down, and those chairlifts were fucking yeah. ancient. Yeah, I guess Wyndham was just sticklers for it. Cause, uh, <laughs> guess people. Just... I was like, wait, it doesn't really do anything. It's 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 made to go down. Too. I mean, I've seen people's fucking skis get snapped off right off their feet from fucking not, you know, getting off the chairlift in time. Yeah, but, but they should. They should. They yeah. should snap right off yeah, their yeah. feet. If, if they don't, then, that's then they're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, skiing's dangerous, people, if you don't know Ski what you're doing. Skiing is dangerous. Wear a helmet. <laughs> Wear a helmet. And I don't, but... <laughs> and don't do drugs on the lift, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I used to do, dude. You should see the fucking ski people like working there at like after hours. Fucking, oh, yeah. oh, oh my god! Everybody getting hammered just skiing at night until they fucking yep. kick you out. Yep. Ridiculous. We would get hammered at Catamount, and uh, then we would have um, cafeteria tray riding. Mm. Cafeteria tray yep, riding. Yep. We'd, we'd go up to the top, and we we fucking 
grease them things up with snowboard wax. Nice. And we would fucking race <laughs> down down the mountain. You you can get about forty five to fifty miles an hour on, on a tray. <laughs> Surprisingly stable when you're on them. I'm too. sure it's got to be a but little boy, bit. Boy, oh boy, yeah, nasty falls on nasty falls. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, we are uh, here, uh, and we got to talk about a few cartoons and stuff, like the best of all time. Because I'm compiling a list at the end of this month. There will be 100 cartoons in a list on the website. Now, we went through them roughly 17. Zane, Zane counted, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and apparently they were, we just basically passed, you know, talked about it for like two seconds. Um, we didn't really talk about the shows. We just kind of mentioned the shows. Um and I'm just gonna like uh, I'm gonna say like four or five. You're gonna give me where you think it would be in the top 100. Okay. Jesus, terrible idea. I know it's a terrible idea. That's why I'm not doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna ask you about five to see where you would place them personally in the top 100. Okay. I don't know the top 100. I, I understand I this. can only put about 18 television shows in my head at once. You know, we're going to actually, we're going to make this a little bit easier. What would you Number right one. now put in your top five? Number right one. Now? Number one. Don't what? ask me what my favorite cartoon is because I will smack you. What is don't not your it. favorite cartoon? <laughs> what is your least favorite cartoon? The one cartoon? about the mouse where there was the, the biker mice from Mars. Biker mice from Mars. For some reason, that's the only one that I was so impressed with when, when Hannah threw that out. Right? I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't remember that. And then when I saw it, I was like, yeah. You do remember that. That's right. And the other one, out, not Outlaw Star, but he was like a cowboy from space, but he really wasn't from space. Black Star. Black Star! Yes, yeah, sir. That guy. Brave Star. Brave, Brave Star. Star. Black Star was a barbarian. A space barbarian. <laughs> and he had his... He had his Trusty deputy slash horse. Horse that talks to shit. Slash um, cyborg. Cyborg horse, yes. Brave Star was the shit, actually. That was uh, that, that was kind of like... Uh, In Blackwater. Space. Pirates of Blackwater. That shit was good. That was a great show. Yep. Holy, I didn't even think about that one. Uh, number one. What's your... Number one. Number one. All right, so you're going to... I Okay. Here we go. Uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law. Number one. Number one? Number okay, one. Okay, number one. <laughs> See, now, you're th you, being that you're throwing in those cartoons because... It's cartoons. You know, cartoons. I mean, I can't... It, primetime cartoons, you know, adult <laughs> cartoons, all that. You know, that's in there. That's It's got to be in there. Um, and, and we'll go to the top of the the, 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 the other spectrum, uh, you know, that, but on the same type of shit, Johnny Bravo. Not number one. Not number one. Is he number two or not? Number not three? number two. No, he doesn't even make. <laughs> doesn't the top even make 50. the top. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> even well, though he was a fun character, the show was not very good. No, no. Um, Batman Beyond. That is number one. Number one. I basically there's number one, and then there's not and number. Then there's one. not number one. <laughs> so Batman Beyond is so number Batman one. Batman Beyond, and that's above Harvey Birdman. In my okay, number one. and we know that's number one too. Okay. Uh, all right, so Harvey hey. Birdman was very good because it took all the best elements of Space Ghost and then put them into a lawyer. Right. <laughs> and it got rid of all the bad parts of Space Ghost, which, like, I love Space Ghost. <laughs> Space Problem is, it wasn't all good. No. There was, like, 
an episode with Buster Rhymes that is magic television. Then there was all other episodes, which were not magic <laughs> television. <laughs> and that, that Harvey Birdman basically took all the best elements of that show and put it into an attorney and yeah, and uh, yeah, and made it very. And then took all those old cool Hanna Barbera characters and gave them some fucked up, <laughs> like uh, Peter Potamus. That dude was fucked up in that show, like completely fucked up. I can tell you, out of all of the uh, the Adult Swim shows that I can remember off the top of my head that aren't animes, right? Um. Rick and Morty is very good, and surprisingly enough that that's a show that's actually on now. And, and surprisingly. And it's, and it's very, very good. Right. Um, it's, you know, and other than that one, you know, which kind of stands out, I think, from, from almost all of them, is that I got to go back to, like, when they had their originals. Yeah. And, and C-Lab trumps them all for C-Lab 2021? C-Lab 2021. Was, <laughs> and the reason why it was so good was because they took a shitty cartoon from, what, 1970 or something uh, like that? Late 60s, there, there early was, 70s, there was yeah. three or four episodes of it. It wasn't like they had an entire show. Nope. The entire first season is cut from those three or four episodes with a couple of drawings <laughs> thrown in, all with the genius of Adam Reed's writing. Yes. And you know, if and if you like Archer, like that's that was that's what I was gonna where bring it up. all started. Yep. Was basically this guy writing on C Lab who took a show that shouldn't have made it past an episode. <laughs> and, and all about a captain who loved an easy bake oven <laughs> and it was just but it was done so well. And, yeah. And the characters were so creative. And they had you know, like Luisa Strada, somehow from Chips, like voicing a character on this show. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I definitely like the way they, they went with uh, C Lab 2021. And um, uh, Harvey Birdman was just, it brought back a lot of fucking uh, characters that I used to watch when I was a kid that I, I didn't even think about like uh, uh, Snaggletooth and them, like the, the gay pink lion. <laughs> I don't know if he was gay, but it, so. he acted that way though, and I, I and, and I'm he stereotyping. Three words like uh, what? Heaven's the Murgatroyd. Yeah, Heaven's the Murgatroyd. Like I don't think he ever had like more than like six lines. <laughs> Probably not. I don't, I don't know why I associated cartoon, with him. Did he? Probably. Yeah, he did. He, he had a couple shorts. He had a. Um, he was actually more popular than Yogi Bear at one point. Yeah. He was on more lunchboxes and shit than Yogi Bear at one point. I actually read that. Okay. <laughs> I know that. I read that one. I read that. I know I read it. Did Could be making it up, but I know I read it. Yeah, did you read that on the internet? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's I'm true having, if it's on the I'm internet. I'm having a hard time believing that it was that <laughs> he was ever more popular. Like now, if you said the Pink Panther, that I could believe. Pink Panther was definitely more popular than Yogi Bear. But yeah, I can't see. That. There's no confusion. The Pink Panther was Snaggletooth, though, yeah. <laughs> or Snagglepuss, whatever the fuck he was. I think it was Puss. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, did, you, uh, did you ever watch the Jackie Chan Adventures? I. Do you remember I, that yes. show? Yes, yes, I do. Like, what was? It you, was okay. Yeah, it was, you, it was you, good. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it was yeah. average. Right, it was a. Like, you um, know. I can honestly, now thinking of that, I can see a lot of Avatar in that show. Actually, yeah, from the <laughs> art style and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot of the, kind of the story. The, the They had the, the dragon or the shadow master. The shadow master. The gems. Yep. Or, 
out of the statues, and they needed to get the statues, and the little girl kind of reminds you of, uh, of uh, Korra a little. Slightly, yeah, I can you see know? that. I can see that. Yeah, it wasn't bad, Chip. Yeah, no, that was definitely... Yeah. Uh, uh, um, there's one Number thing. one! Number one! <laughs> king of the Hill! Number one. Number one. Number one. Now, honestly, what do you think King of the Hill? Oh, I love King of the Hill. Yeah. I love the King of the Hill. And King of the Hill has... Like, you can go back and enjoy it again today. And it's a story that is, you know, you can watch an episode by itself as a great standalone, or you can be involved in the characters and watch the whole story unfold. Like, yeah. I, and I don't know how that, how that show ended, if it ended. I don't ended. know if it did. I don't think they ever got a last episode, to say the you know. Um, Now, I always had a theory, and you say what you want about it. I think Bobby was Bill's kid. He wasn't Hanks. She fucking fucked around with Bill. Look at his face. Oh, no. Look at the way he's drawn. No. He's drawn just like Bill. Oh, but Peggy would never fuck around Oh, on come Hank. on, man. Peggy would never fuck I around I think on Hank, Hank is and sterile. And not with Bill. I think Hank's sterile. Not with Bill. Well, maybe then then, then we could have had some, uh, you know, some... Some stuff, but... Reason of eggs and... But Bill and Bobby look so much alike. And no. so does Hank's father looks just like fucking Bill, too. I'm like, how the fuck is that? Well, like, the guy only knows how to draw <laughs> so many things. things. Yeah, that's true. You it's know? not Beavis and Butthead. It looks like Hank Hill. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I thought, yeah, no, you're right. That's That show was actually very well written. Mike Judge is, is yeah, very underrated, I think. It was so much better. And I'm not a fan. Of, Beavis and Butthead is not number one. Um, no, Beavis no. Beavis and Butthead. America was a good movie. But, uh, but yeah, the show itself was. King of the Hill was <sighs> ten times better. Yeah, yeah. And, and as much as people think they, it's not in the same universe, people. He's not Mr. fucking uh, Anderson. It's not the same guy from Beavis and Butthead as Hank. It's not the same person. Totally not. Nope. He just sounds like him. It yeah. looks like him. Uh, <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, it just happens with a lot of shows. Right. People are like, oh, that's the same. You no, know, it's Mr. not. Mr. McGurk, you could call it. That's in the same universe as Bob's Burgers, then. Actually, yeah, Bob's Burgers. I know you like Bob's Burgers. I'm I'm not a fan of it like I was. Yeah, I, yeah. I know I'm you kinda, used to be all about it. It's no, not really. I'll say it's good. I like Luis a lot. I mean, <laughs> she's very good. But it's you know it it ran its course. For do you, me. you think it's it's time for it to just stop putting out new episodes? They got a movie coming out now. Uh, why not? Yeah, it's why it's not it's yeah, it's I don't know. It could be all right. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. The Simpsons movie was better than I thought it was gonna be. So you know, I haven't watched the Simpsons in forever either. I, you know what, since they moved to, and not because they moved to Disney is why I haven't watched them, but it's just because I haven't watched them since, uh, god damn, at least 10 years watched, watched, like, you know what I mean? Like, I always watch and, the Treehouse of Horror. And, oh, every year at least. That's the only thing I watch. Um, but that's well after it's already been aired. So. Oh, no, me, I'll watch it around right when, as it comes out. Oh, yeah? Maybe not the day it comes out, but yeah, I'll, I'll always catch I, it around the time. I do know Disney Plus has a bunch of little Simpsons shorts now. Yeah, that's a, that's. That's a waste. I've, of time. I haven't watched them, but yep, yeah. don't don't waste your time with them. No, nope, not not, not good at all. Nope. Huh? Um, because I know they had uh, a bunch of Marvel crossovers too, and then those little skits like that too. They had like yeah. Thor and them. Yeah, don't waste your time. Ah, uh, sir, Futurama. Well, let's just skip over that because it's another one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sean the sheep. It's kind of like Walls and Gravel. Then no. Okay. 
And I, the only reason I'm considering that is a cartoon. It's not. It's really not. I know, then but it's not even a cartoon. It, it's not, but it's always on the list, and I kind of have cartoon. to. It's claymation. So if, if, if it's on their list, it's not on our list. That's true. So cross out that and Wallace yeah. and Gromit. Yep. Fuck them. And honestly, Wallace and Gromit is terrible. I wanted to like I it. Know. I know. The Were Rabbit kind of was oh, alright, but. They're so boring. Yeah. They're just boring. Yeah, it's not even the good kind of British humor, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I've never been able. I've wanted to like it because I love claymation and I love that style of animation. And right. I just can't ever get behind it. They're boring. <laughs> well, you know what's not boring? Our next song. It's by a group called The Darkness. You like this thing, right? It's not boring. It's called I Believe in a Thing Called Love off of their album. Permission to land. These guys were weird. I thought they were going to be the new queen back in the day. I did too, in a way. You know? I mean, that lead singer was so fucking flamboyant. I, I really Come out in the tights and shit and the long yeah, hair and the crown. It's funny because you hear stuff that's, that's popular now. Sounds a lot like The Darkness. Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> so here we go. The Darkness. I believe in a thing called love. Just a little bit of a 
Talking about greased up deaf guy from Family Guy and uh, people getting tased in police offices, uh, you know, it's gonna cost them twenty million. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna, gonna cost us twenty million. I yes. don't know where they get that money from. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. No idea. Sounds no like a channel, channel five news, you know, mm. update where they say you paid for it. <laughs> you know, like all those things that they do. Yeah, you paid for it. You paid for it. Now where where do we? Pretty sure that I'll be paying for this one. Yeah, more than likely, just because some greased up guy (laughs) went into a police station and made some cops tase him, set him on fire, and then they ran away because they were like, "Oh God, we set him on fire." (laughs) And he died. And then he died. And now those cops are just gonna get the old. Oh no! Oh no! They won't get a slap on the wrist. I don't know, man. No, because they have the video evidence there. It would be one thing. Tasing them. It'd be yeah. one thing if they tased them and then put him out. But they're gonna but call they it. They ran away. They ran away. Yeah. And that. And, and, it, yeah. and it, it wasn't like, hey, we're gonna go run and get something and put you out real quick. No, we're just gonna run away. Like they were gone for a minute, and then this lady cop comes in and she's like, "What the fuck? Yeah, guys? this dude's on fire. What you do? <laughs> like, yo, he was in here talking some craziness. She's like, yeah, yeah, he was." You but know, you I would have arrested him. him. Like, there's more. How many of you? <laughs> yeah, how many of their? How many of them cops were there? You know, he was a big dude. Yeah, he was. I still. That's what. <laughs> he's like. His guess would have been like trying to catch a grease. But pig. according to the FCC, a human life costs eleven point six million. Really? Yep. They, they put a number on it. Yep. For wow. insurance companies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes so, sense. So if you, you want you want to put a number on somebody's life. Eleven point six million. Eleven point six million. Yep. That's only if they have a policy, right? Um, well, <laughs> if they die in an automobile accident, I'm not really sure how this all breaks down. Because I, I need know to know. The human life is worth eleven point six million, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure that that, that that's a sliding scale. <laughs> Sorry. See, I, I kind of need to know these things if I'm going to be getting some kind of like if you're going to rehab. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you've got insurance. <laughs> Cost a whole lot more for them, but if you don't, then they'll let you in for twenty dollars a day. That's right. <laughs> for two days, and they're gonna kick your ass out of there that's, because that's they right. can't afford it. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of people who need insurance, AEW. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they they, they just they need insurance. insurance. They bleed a lot on television, people. That's that's all I'm saying. Hey, I'm man. pretty sure that they're they're like, you know what? You don't tell me, guys. I can't get sued. For that's it. right, basically. So. Uh, <laughs> AEW Dynamite opened this week with the big old Burberry scarf going down the the the, the ramp. Yeah, look, we could we could skip over that. It was yeah. just, uh, it was a promo. It was promo. MJF. You know, if you watch wrestling, you know. What you know what happened? He put, stuck his tongue down his girlfriend's throat. Blah blah blah. 
Uh, Andrade Idolo, who's backstage with Sting and Darby. He keeps calling him his, uh, his, his boy, and he wants to buy him. He likes buying little kids, Andrade. I don't know what Andrade is. He will be, you know, it's sad to say, but he will be the next TNT champion. Oh, of course. Of course. He's going to beat Sammy Guevara for But you know, this is something, before I forget about this, I was, I was thinking about this. Right now is probably the last time that you'll see all homegrown AEW, AEW talent mm-hmm. as champs oh, yeah. for a long time. Oh, like I that. guarantee it. Like, this is like... Uh, when it when the dominoes start to fall, they're gonna fall and they're gonna fall fast. But right now is the only time for I think a good long while we're gonna see just AEW homegrown talent, as it is. You know I can't yeah. say that they are homegrown there. A lot of them. A lot were of more. There. Yeah, they were. You know, guys like Luchasaurus have been fighting for twenty years already. <laughs> you know, but uh, who's already in the main company? And then he goes over to AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where they got popular, where they got right. their big big push. Right. Um. You know, it's. It's all their own guys right now, and I don't see that lasting for long. No. Uh, I mean, I see Hangman being champ for a minute. Uh, How long's a minute? Less than Kenny Omega was champ. That's, I'm not going to go, I I can't say he's going to be just as long, but he's not going to outlast Kenny Omega's reign. I'm not seeing that. Um, He's growing on me as champ. I I love Hangman as champ. champ. The fights that they have him in have been consistently above average. Well, when we get to the one tonight. Yes, that's that's the one I want to talk about. Uh, uh, so Wardlow, uh, with uh, <laughs> with the chairman in his corner, Sean Spears, defeated the Blade. Blade did not need to lose this match. He did not need this match. They, they have a billion other people on the roster. You know what, though? At least they put him in with somebody of a little caliber. A little bit, but... It, it was better than the, the random locals that they've been That's throwing true. at him for no real reason. Ten power bombs matches over. Yeah, yeah, like, this was at least... See, this this to me made a little more sense. Yeah, I would think... But it, them, I noticed yeah. there was a lot of uh, AW, or the... There was a lot of the Matt Hardy group kind of getting shown on TV here tonight. Uh, there is, but that's only because I think Matt Hardy is going to be restructuring his group, and Private Party are going to be well, faces again. They, they don't know what to do with him. Right. Um, so Matt I Hardy believe, doesn't know what to do with himself. I believe, and take this with a grain of salt because of the fucking dirt sheets, but Jeff Hardy has 30 days left on his no-compete clause. Guess where Matt Hardy's already said that he's basically going to be? Hardy Boy's last run is going to be in AEW. So, look for the tag team belts to go on Matt and Jeff Hardy some point within this year. Oh, don't do that. Um, sorry, Lucha Boy and uh, Jungle Asses and uh, whatever they are. Lucha Boy and Jungle Saurus, whatever they are. Jungle Saurus and Lucha Boy? Is that what I- <laughs> They're good, man. No, they are. But, uh, again, Jungle Boy needs to be a singles wrestler. Not yet. Not you don't yet. think so? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm waiting to see uh, Dark Luchasaurus here. He's going to turn on. I think he's going to turn. Probably not. But I, 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 the way – no, because AEW doesn't do that. They don't really book their tag teams to break up like that unless it's stupid tag teams like Inner Circle. Uh, uh, speaking of Inner Circle, by the way, but we'll talk about them again later. Uh, so, uh, of course, Wardlow, you know, took the victory. No, no, we got a little video package, something Zayn should be very, very excited about. Penta Dark is coming back. Was that even him? Yeah. Like, was that even Penta though with the shovel? Come on, they didn't show. They could have anybody to do that. <laughs> but anyway, Pentagon Dark is coming back. Um, apparently, 
hopefully, you know, it's going to be him in a darker pock, you know, and they're going to be. And I'm waiting for Dark Phoenix to come down, too. So uh, they're going to be fucking old X-Men's going to be there. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, and it, it will be a good feud, but it will be a feud that they won't win. No, they're not. They're not going to have Malachi Black lose anytime no, soon. Or Brody King. Or Brody King, yeah, they like, I, I, And that's a guy where I'm like, why'd you bring him in? Like, and maybe, maybe I'll see something great out of him, but... What are you gonna do with him? I think right now. What are you gonna do with another big guy like that? Yeah, I think Tony Khan right now is having fun playing with his wrestling figures. Yeah, I think he is. Man. So he's like, oh my god, I got this guy. Yeah. I'm gonna get this guy. This guy. Man, this battle royal is gonna be sick. Fuck it, he's gonna. Be... <laughs> and then, boop! I don't want to see them for six months. That's well, what's that's, gonna... that's what's great about them though, and that's what the, the wrestlers enjoy, man. They like that that I'm gonna wrestle for like three months get straight, time and off, then I'm gonna disappear for yep. three months and come back to huge evasions. Yeah. That, that's exactly what anything it is. that we were happening with but you know what good for you guys yeah. Yeah, we don't need fucking storylines put people in random matches every week and Dude. you know what the one thing I'd like to see change is have some of them win that I don't expect them. right that would fucking be fucking Christ that would be fun to see Yo. and stop putting women on at 920 <laughs> like put them on second right put them on first Get a banger match. Open the ma- open the show. End the show. Whatever. Yeah, stop putting them on at nine twenty. Because quite <laughs> frankly, you know, the, the, some of the matches that they're putting out there. All right. As much as I like Brandy Rhodes, don't have her in wrestling matches. She doesn't need to be wrestling. Okay. You don't you need just, her. Did you just open that sentence with how much I like Brandy Rhodes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Abaddon doesn't need to be wrestling. Yeah, you know, I, I honestly, when I first saw her, I was like, she might be something. Then I, no, she is she's not. minimally talented she's rare, at best. Not even. <laughs> she, very untalented. She has a very good look, but yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> her wrestling is. Broken. Yes, you, you, Tony Khan, you have a thousand women wrestlers on the contract right now. Like, use some different ones. Um, you know, Sky Blue shows potential. Don't make her a champ or anything, but get her out there on TV a little bit more. Put her with Dante Martin, her boyfriend. Put her in top flight with them. Make a trio. Do what you, you got to you do. You and your trios, man. They, they're you eventually... can't make everybody a trio. I can as long you as can. the Young Bucks and have whoever they are every day. And they're not. They're not. There's never going to be trio titles. <laughs> no, I've given up happen. on that. I've given up on that. Tony Khan's right. Like, it's going to happen right there when yeah. that fucking Thundercats movie comes out. <laughs> now watch. You're going to be like, oh shit, they're coming out. <laughs> I'll, I will eat my words he then. Will. But he's not going to know. But at this point in time, I stick to my convictions. They say there will be no trios title. <laughs> there will be a Quattro's title before there's a trios title. Yeah. <laughs> the FTW title will change hands six times the before FTW. the trio title comes out. <laughs> in, 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 every member of Teen Taz will have Jeez. it, though. That's, that's what it is. Hook is going to be the main one. You know they're just going to give it to Hook. <laughs> oh, what a great job they're doing with Hook, though. I like it. They're, they're not throwing him down their throats. They're, like, they're, they're having him once no. every couple of weeks come out. He's they, not they, even going out with Team Taz anymore. Yeah, well, that's the thing is they've kind of that, that whole Team Taz thing almost needs to just disappear. It does. I don't. I'm not you feeling know, I, Taz as a. He Taz, doesn't need to be Taz a manager. Taz isn't even there as a manager right. for him anymore. He doesn't ever come down with them. No, nope, he just talks about them on uh, right on. on Rampage. Yeah, and, and Ricky Starks doesn't do anything in commentary. No, I, I don't know why he's even there. I, 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 I think, think he's there to a, go. Yeah, Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back up for Taz. <laughs> like, yes, Taz. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> oh God! Inner Circle had a jerk meeting. Um, next week's gonna be Jake Hager and Chris Jericho versus Ortiz and Santana. That's gonna be an all right match. It, if 
Santana and Ortiz win, it will be. They better win. They, they better should. not lose. They should win. I'm saying that right now. Yep, they should win. I think Jericho needs to about get ready to hang it He off. needs to go and do them cruises every year and just stay on the water and just don't come back. No, no, no. <laughs> I love Jericho. I really do. He is um, he is one of the greatest of all time in my mind. Right, but he needs but to stop before he he's not. He needs to stop because, yeah, he's not anymore. <laughs> And I love him. I love him as a mouthpiece. I love him on commentary. I like him on commentary. I don't like his fashion. No. I don't like his theme song. I don't. I hate the fact that they fucking wait for everybody <laughs> to sing Judas. Every time. Every time. Give him a jobber entrance once. Shock me, Tony Khan. Shock me. Get him out there before the fucking crap. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because like if he comes out to save anybody or anything, they they gotta like they wait. Gotta wait. For, yeah, he's like he's like wait, I can't it, hit you I, yet. I gotta walk around the ring. Yeah. I gotta look at the crowd. They have to sing it. They have to cut the music off, and then they have to sing that last Judas in my Judas in my mind. And then I can save you. Then I'll come out and I'll save you, and, and you know whatever it is what it is. But uh, so I'm thinking Santana and Ortiz need to win, and they better win next week. So that's what's uh, that's what I think is gonna happen. Um, Next, we had a, a Rapongi Vice backstage uh, with the Bucks and uh, Adam Cole. And yeah, that match was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I think one of them got so what's, uh, uh, yeah, the well, COVID or something like that. Yeah, well, Trent, that. Trent he ended up being best friends yeah, yeah. against him. Against him, right. And, uh, Rocky and you Romero know, I, I do, I like this Punky Vice group a little bit. I, I but honestly, I, I, you could put Trent in there with fucking anybody and he's going to make gonna him look him like yeah. stud. And Trent's phenomenal. One of the best the company's got. I can't say enough great things about Trent. But they make him lose so much. Well, you know, but man. But he looks good doing it. I gotta say. Oh, he looks great doing it. But the moveset on that guy, he's right up there with Edge. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like like just in ring charisma, like, you know, you got guys like Edge. Kenny Omega, Ray Phoenix, Trent in my mind. Like and Jungle Boy's right right getting right up there too. I even hate to say it, but Christian. <laughs> Christian's even got that in the ring. He's he's Ah, uh, Christian His finisher lacks everything. Like, I hate the unprettier, but Christian can go in the ring and he, I believe him when he's, you know He's he's, he's always kind of been eh with me. Like I, I really wanted to love him in his TNA run. Yes. But it, in you know, his in ring stuff was good with certain individuals. Yeah. Kurt Angle really worked well with. Oh yeah. Um, Jeff Jarrett really worked well with, and yeah, you know, he did. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, other guys, it's just it's mediocre. But he can go a good yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, you know, he can always sell for a good long while. Right, and you can really. always guarantee him to have a decent match. You know, he's one of those guys where it's like if you don't expect him to win, so when he does, it's, right. it's exciting. Exactly, because like, he's he's one of those guys like Edge who doesn't need to win. But when they do, it's cool. Uh, Bullet Club leader, uh, well, I guess he's still the Bullet Club leader in Japan. Uh, Switchblade Jay White showed up during the Rapungi Vice uh, uh, segment there. And uh, looks like we're going to have Jay White joining the Super Elite, I guess, whatever they're calling themselves now, I guess. For a hot minute. For like two seconds. I think Adam Cole's going to turn on the Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. 100%. Him, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Jay White. Well, he's going to be the next champion. Yes. Um, but you I don't will think see he's... Adam Cole as the next AEW champion. Um, but I don't think he's going to take it from Hangman. I think he's going to take it from Omega. Really? I think Omega's going to come back because he's due. No, he's, he's gonna... not due for a while. No, he, he was actually supposed to come back last week. Really? Yeah. Already? Yeah. I thought, thought yep. he would wait till least spring. Nope. Uh, he uh, they, they were going to bring him back last week. They decided to hold off. 
So I think he's going to come back. He's going to take out fucking... I really don't want him to take out Paige, you know, to lose the belt this early. But he is going to be the one to take it from Paige. And then I think the Bullet Club, or Elite, is going to explode. Adam Cole's going to take it from fucking uh, Kenny Omega. And the Bucks are going to be like, well, we're going with Kenny. And Adam Cole's going to be like, well, I'm taking Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. What and happened Jay to them, man? They're like, spacing them out again. It's funny. with like They brought Kyle O'Reilly in, and you... Like I want to see more of him. Yeah. I like I like the character that he was becoming with the the funny looks yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like the one liners. Yep. Like he's wrestling. It's uh, I need to see more of it with other people besides yeah. Adam Cole. Right. Right. Like I've seen him fight Adam Cole, and I'm like, you know, they 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 got good chemistry, but I want to see more. I want to see. Um... Sammy Guevara versus Kyle O'Reilly, quite frankly. I think that's yeah, going to be a good match. Well, I, I believe that anything Sammy Guevara you know? does is... Uh, but Sammy, Sammy, I know Godly. you listen. I know you listen. I know you. <laughs> Sammy, listen. <laughs> You're going to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. None of those cutters off the top of a fucking ladder. Best cutter ever. It was gorgeous. Ever. Don't get me wrong. It was gorgeous. I, I, but don't ever do it again. I would, I would love it if somebody could find me a better cutter than that. Uh, you can't. I don't think it's I don't think you can. And, uh, I, and I gotta give it right up there to Cody Rhodes too, because man, dude, the layout on that was just fucking gorgeous. Sold that shit perfect. Gorgeous. It was a beautiful, gorgeous cutter. Yeah, dude, I, I got so much more respect now for Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. after that match, because he made Sammy look like a million fucking dollars. Took his moves, took the fucking like the big ass bumps that he really did not need to take. <laughs> but well, he you can always give it to Cody for taking. A you good can. Bump. I think he's gonna die in the ring one day, not his own control. But he's going to die doing a no-look backflip off the top of a cage and shit. Well, that's, that's a trust he had Wardlow. Yeah. He You'd have to trust fight. somebody that big. Yep, you got you got you to have trust. Fucking face the revolution qualifier match. Keith Lee made his debut for AEW against Isaiah Cassidy with Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn in his corner. Mark Quinn. So, uh, goddamn. Now, now we could say that this match ruined. It doesn't, but, but it does not. It you was Sonic Ring, and <laughs> then you become the backup to Dan Lambert. Yes, that's it. That's it. You become. Dan. That's what he needs. Keith Lee needs Dan Lambert as a man. No, he does not. Does not need Dan Lambert as a manager. Everybody's gonna have Dan Lambert. <laughs> they are eventually. because everybody's gonna face Cody Rhodes at some point, and, and Cody and Dan Lambert, I guess, are on this fucking you know demolition course apparently. Uh, so. Um, well, of course, Keith Lee debuted, and uh, of course, he's going to pick up the victory over Isaiah Cassidy. I would um, love to see somebody like that debut and lose. And then lose, right? Just <laughs> like, cause honestly, handily, just, too. Yeah, it was just definitely like, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, wow, what are they going to do next? Like, push. Like, I wanted so bad CM Punk to lose that match, like, his first match ever. Like, he comes in, he's like, yeah, I'm CM Punk. I'm going to kick the shit. Super kick, out cold, one shot. <laughs> And then have his whole AEW career be second guessing that he's the greatest or whatever, you know, like just that fucking good, right? I would have enjoyed that. I, that's a good story for somebody like him. I'd like to see John Moxley lose a match. From time oh to God, time. I, has he? I know he's lost a couple, but like it can't be. But many. never clean. I don't think he's ever lost a match clean, he's clean while he's been in AEW. No, unless it was like after like twelve power bombs through a fuck or like DDTs through a glass table or some shit. No, yeah, he lost to uh, Archer in yes. the, the Texas Death Match. Yes. That was 
that was about it. Right. But Which, that, you know, is that clean? Is that, you know, he doesn't get pinned. That's I don't true. think I've ever seen the man get pinned without taking some kind of yeah. ill-fated shot of something or another. That's true. Like, at least in AW anyway. Yeah. Like, I've, he, they've protected him more than anybody else yep. other than Sting. Well, Sting, they don't just don't put him in matches. But, well, and when they do, though, look yo, what he does. Sting, Sting is blowing my mind, man. I have had more him fucking... Him and Darby Allen. I don't think we... I, don't, I think we were on our hiatus there yeah. for a couple weeks when him and Darby... Who did they face? Was it was it FTW? Yeah, it was FTR. FTR, where, where Sting was off the... Uh, yeah. Like, off the stage. Um, yeah, dude. The, like, the side of the ring. Yeah. That was phenomenal. They are like Sting is is had a renaissance lately, and I'm I'm actually like, oh, and he went off the top rope to yeah, the outside. He's like, doing stuff now. He's yeah, never I was done. Like holy shit. Yeah, like I'm imp- I'm so impressed with Sting now. Like I I love him. Like I keep doing what they're doing with him, and that's what they need to do. Don't give him belts. Don't give him no, fucking. And, and I don't think I don't think Sting just have him back I, honestly, up, Darby. If they were like, we're gonna give you a belt. I think Sting would be like, that's a terrible. Yeah, idea. yeah. Nowadays, like, like, that's I'm, like giving I'm Goldberg the yeah, belt. What's like, wrong with you? What, yeah. Like, <laughs> want to like ruin your company like is this wwe are you serious this is royal rumble is this what's gonna happen are we doing this (laughs) oh god uh video promo recap Britt baker thunder rosa mercedes martinez feud Eh, not a big fan of this one to be honest i'm not not. usually i'm a big fan of whatever Britt baker does yep and so am i i just don't like that she even needs to be part of this i don't need that she has i don't see why they have to have her uh, yeah gary you know because she's the uh the, the snivelly heel i guess but they got her fucking paying people to come and take out Thunder yeah, Rosa. Yeah, She's yeah. beaten her fucking before, hasn't she? Yep. Yeah, so why does she need to hire Mercedes Martinez when she already has fucking Reba and fucking <laughs> goddamn, uh, what the hell's her face there? The other chick. Fucking. Jamie Hayter. That's the one, Jamie Hayter. I don't know why I couldn't think of her name. But I think Hayter and uh, Mercedes Martinez are going to clash at some point during that. So, I don't uh, know. I... I... I don't want. I can't get into it. That's the whole thing. Maybe, I just maybe can't. I'm not into Mercedes. Like she's a good female wrestler. She's a good wrestler. From what I've seen of her before AEW, she's good. I, I just. Well, I give all that to Dakota Kai. There you go. Fucking put her on the map. One hundred percent. Next, and wow. she was the champ already. But yeah. Like her, her feud with Dakota Kai made her actually like legit. Yeah. Uh CM Punk. Needed a partner against FTR. Who did he come out with? Moxley. Moxley. The wild thing himself came out. And it was an alright match. It was a it was a good match. Yeah. I just think that FTR should have won. FTR always should win. <laughs> That's they what I'm kinda, saying. Kinda should win in a tag team match. It doesn't care. You know, it's a super dream team, I guess. And yeah. that's that's what, like you were saying, like Tony Mark, hey, we got this guy, we got this guy, let's put him together. Let's just have a match. Put together because, you know, that's going to make the crowd go ape shit. It is. And it does. And, and it, it does. does. It's going to always make and, them go ape shit. And they had the best ratings they've had in a while, actually, this past week. Uh, they beat WWE out randomly. <laughs> well, um, Monday Night Raw can't be that hard to beat. <laughs> like, um, I don't watch either one of them. Because from what I, I understand, just, I, I can't. I can't. Smackdown do it. is doing well. From what I understand. Yeah, yeah. From what I, that's what I heard. Raw, meh, hit and miss sometimes. Most of the time, miss. I can't. I just NXT 2.0, with all this fresh talent they got, they can't do it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because nobody wants to watch it. Like I don't want to watch a guy named Braun Breaker. 
Who's the fucking... Call him fucking Steiner. His get, get over that. Get no. Over. Just let it go. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they call him. They call him the, him. They could, but they I would him. respect it a little bit more. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. No one's going to watch it because... Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I still can't. NXT doesn't mean anything. No. It, it hasn't for about... that's the problem. It hasn't for about three years now, honestly. It's like... It, it, it was kind of like this underground dark horse of young WWE talent, but then the problem is that where does it get you? Right. It doesn't get you anywhere. It, the storylines don't go anywhere. The, yeah. The, the wrestlers kind of come and go as they please. And, yeah. Um, you know, and, and anybody that's been smart and hasn't left kind of became like a star of that. But like, where, you know, what, what are they ever going to hear? Tommaso Ciampa anywhere else. Exactly. Because they're not, but he doesn't want to move up to the main roster, which is good. Honestly, because they're just going to over anyway. They, look what they did to everybody else who's gone up to the fucking yeah. quote-unquote main roster. <laughs> Finn Balor. Yeah. There oh, you go. Poor Finn. Poor Finn. Oh, guys like Ricochet. Oh my god. No. King what of main event. One of the fucking best, Ricochet. One of the best wrestlers on the planet. I can barely even remember half the time. Now. I love Ricochet to no end. I would love to see him in some real matches. Yeah, they but th- yeah, you're never gonna see that no. with him in in that. Ricochet you know, AEW confirmed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll see him um, for about three weeks and then he's gone. <laughs> oh, TBS Championship. Jade Cargill defeated the new signee AQA handily. Um, she ain't gonna lose that belt anytime soon. Um, yeah, so uh, that's exactly yeah. That, Serena Deeb came out and had a match. Did she? Oh, that no, she had a five minute yeah, challenge. Yeah, five minute challenge. I like Serena Deeb a yeah. lot. I do. Yeah, and I must say that her submission move looks handily like the most painful Ooh. submission that I've ever seen. I think she legit like, like puts it on dude, him. It's like I, fuck you. Every time I see that move, I'm like, that looks like it would really hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that was fucking... No, it wasn't. No. You're forgetting the main event. Oh, yeah, the main event. Uh, the, the Hangman Adam Page and the Texas Death Match between Lance Archer and Hangman Adam Page. Which was phenomenal. Bloody, bloody, bloody match. Yeah, it, 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 dude, with or without the blood, it was a phenomenal match. It was a good match. match. I, I, I haven't seen Lance Archer in a good match like that in a while. It like, was great. Yeah, it Hangman played excellent. him... That buckshot lariat over the fucking ref? I, well, yeah, the whole, once again, kudos to AEW in a gimmick match. Right? Like, you turn something that, all right, yeah, Texas, Jersey, death match. Whatever, whatever yeah. Whatever you're going to do. Texas death match in New Jersey. But you took the ropes off. Yeah. You used the, the aluminum steps like I had never seen before. And my God, the trust and, and yeah. I don't know how you'd say, yeah, you can do that to me. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow, the, the trust to have a man thrown onto those stairs like he was thrown onto oh, them, yeah. off, like inches off. I was like, that's killing a man. Yeah, I can't. Oh my god, dude, I don't know how they. Like they, it was, it was just, it was a well orchestrated uh, song and dance. Yeah, it was just excellent all the way around. I got nothing bad to say about <laughs> it. Hangman came out on top as he should have, but Lance Archer, props, dude, like, fucking props. So, like, I, I again, I haven't seen him in a match that good. I, honestly, I can say almost ever. Um, I, he's a big man. He's had I big man matches. I don't see, though, how, honestly, because he picked him up, wasn't it? But yeah. how, 
how was he not dead after taking the blackout on on a goddamn <laughs> pair of steps? No like, thrown outside. Yeah. That should have been it. Matt should have been over. <laughs> he should have been you dead. You should have let him lay there, because I'm pretty sure he wasn't getting up. Yeah, no. He, sh- he should have been dead. <laughs> oh, well, that was AEW Dynamite. Overall rating out of five. Six and a quarter. All right. Good, good fucking. Good, good. Gets the full six-pack of Budweiser. Gets that full six-pack of Budweiser, huh? All right, well, I, I, you know what? Fuck it, I agree with that. It was good. It was a good show. It was. It was I, I, I had show. nothing really bad to say about it other than a couple of down points, but it really wasn't anything that made the show bad. The you know matches what I mean? were all there. Yeah. Like, all the matches were quality, yeah. honestly. They can do without the fucking backstage interviews half the time. All right? They, they have too many of them. That's all I'm saying. Do one or two, oh, not like still, six. There's still, you compare that to what you see on the other That's network. True. That's true. There's still, you know... Yeah, I, I did not. I, honestly, I think I came in a little late to and missed a lot of MJF's thing. Yeah, so he came down on a fucking. Oh yes, no, being now carried I do down. Wardlow like, had those cutouts of CM Punk. I was like, that, that, that went a little long. That's unnecessary. Way That's way long. unnecessary. Basically, just to set up that Wardlow's going to turn on MJF. That's all that segment was. But we know this. I know, but we've known it for over a year and a half now. But it's <laughs> when they got to pull that trigger, the crowd is going to blow the fuck up. Guaranteed, they're gonna—he's gonna be their biggest face. Fucking, they might as well just strap the title on him at that point, right after that, because that's what's—I want to see him versus Hook. That's what I want to see. Send Hook, right? Because you know Hook ain't losing. Well, that's the thing is that I—I like the way they built Hook, but I think that the guy can go too. And like just watching his move set, and he is sexy as hell, dude. He literally, re- yeah, he's a handsome like, kid. He is, he is yeah. what I look for in a man. Right? <laughs> it's the hair. It's the hair. It's it's the- man. He's, he's got that chiseled, lean right? body that I just love. And, and the, like, his shorts choice. Perfect. Yeah, the, like, the, the boxing shorts, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm like, the guy, the guy looks like he's cut out of fucking Street Fighter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, he does look like a combo of, like, Vega and fucking yeah, right? somebody, like, yeah, no, that's going to... Hook's going to be a star. Um, they're doing the right thing with him by not forcing him down their throats right yeah. away. Like, they're, they're and doing he's been it right. A, you know, he's been hanging out for a year, you know, yeah. trying to offer people chips. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> they just oh. start doing that with negative one now. So, they sh- you know. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, negative one's going to end up... If AEW is still around, when he is able to wrestle, Tony Khan already has him under contract. <laughs> That's the only Brody that's going to matter in AEW. Fuck Brody King. His debut, he's taking out Brody King. <laughs> he's like, I'm the real Brody, bitch. <laughs> oh, and on that note, that was the end of uh, AEW. Uh, let's uh, kick it into another song. Uh, this is Wigwam. Do you want to taste it off of nonstop rock and roll? By the way, all music provided by Spotify.
I'll give you that. He's uh, uh he's, he's definitely uh, not. He hasn't missed. We'll put it that way. No, no, he hasn't. <laughs> Every almost everything he's done has been uh, a hit. Now with a fact finder from the east. It's going to be Valentine's Day on Monday, so I decided to look up some facts and myths about that. So here we go. First fact. So as I told you last week, in South Korea only women give gifts on Valentine's Day and not men. I looked more into it and this is what I found. Valentine's Day in Korea is a bit different from Valentine's Day elsewhere in the world. In fact, Valentine's Day is one of the 12 love days celebrated on the 14th of every month in Korea. These days range from the popular White Day or depressing Black Day to the bizarre Hug Day and everything in between. Big money is both spent and made on Valentine's and White Day, while the other love days receive little to no commercial attention. On Valentine's Day, women give chocolate to men as a sign of affection. Traditionally, men that receive these gifts will give a gift in return the following month on White Day. 
This has been changing in recent years as retailers have begun targeting men and women on both days. First celebrated just over 35 years ago in Japan, White Day is the man's turn to show his affection with candy etc. and takes place a month after Valentine's Day. The name stems from the giving of primarily white gifts like white chocolate and lingerie. In recent years, the exclusively white nature of the holiday has changed to include gifts of all colors and non-chocolate candies like lollipops. Some people follow the so-called rule of three, which dictates that the gift given by the man must be roughly three times the value of the gift he received on Valentine's Day. Black Day, April 14th. Traditionally, singles that did not receive a gift on either Valentine's Day or White Day spend Black Day on April 14th by eating black noodles with other single friends. Now, many young Korean people do say that nobody actually does this anymore, though. Other monthly couples days occurring on the 14th are Diary Day, January, Rose Day, May, Kiss Day, June, Silver Day, July, Green Day, August, that's maybe my favorite, <laughs> I don't know what that entails, but I just thought of the band, which is uh, okay. <laughs> Photo Day, September, Wine Day, October, actually that might be my favorite one. Movie Day, November, and Hug Day on December. Aww. And our first myth of the day, of the week. Valentine's Day was invented by greeting card companies. Valentine's Day only exists to sell greeting cards. It's the complaint of cynical ex-boyfriends everywhere. <laughs> Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day cards existed long before commercialization. That is a hard word to pronounce. The Victorians exchanged tokens, notes and handmade cards on this day. The tradition really took off when postal infrastructure improved in the mid 19th century. The English Penny Post made sending romantic notes both affordable and anonymous, meaning the otherwise stuffy Victorians were free to express flirtation or to mail what the London Review called scandalous productions, vilely drawn, wretchedly engraved and hastily dabbed over with staring colors. Now, because it was called scandalous and vile, I just needed to google them. And 
I didn't find anything like that. Of course, times have changed. I was expecting something else than just some drawings of people kissing or holding hands. Well, times have changed. And now, next fact. Saint Valentine wasn't just one person. You may already know that Valentine's Day was named after its patron saint, Saint Valentine. But uh, there's actually some confusion surrounding which Saint Valentine the holiday technically honors. According to history.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday, including one Valentine who was a priest in 3rd century Rome. As the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius II's ban on marriage. He thought it distracted young soldiers. So this Valentine illegally married couples in the spirit of love until he was caught and sentenced to death. Another legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome and that he actually sent the first Valentine message himself while imprisoned writing a letter signed from your Valentine. And a myth. February 14th has always been a celebration of love. Now, we inherited our version of Valentine's Day from the Victorians, but some accounts have argued that the real history of the holiday can be traced all the way back to ancient Rome. In mid-February, the Romans celebrated Lupercalia, Lupercalia, (laughs) a drunken festival that involved hitting women with the hide of sacrificial goats in hopes of increasing their fertility. The celebration was ultimately denounced by Pope Galatius in the late 5th century and it fell out of favor. But some suspect that its lusty spirit carried over into Valentine's Day traditions. This Lupercalia was dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, and Roman founders Romulus and Remus. And time for a fact. In the 1300s, It officially became a holiday associated with love. At the end of the 5th century, Roman Pope Galatius (laughs) officially declared the date of February 14th, St. Valentine's Day. It wasn't until the Middle Ages, though, that the holiday became associated with love and romance, a tradition that first started from the common belief in France and England that birds started their mating season on February 
14th. A myth. Cupid is the incarnation of sweetness and romance. When it comes to Valentine's Day icons, no one is more popular than Cupid, the rosy-cheeked cherub. In the neoclassical vision of Peter Paul Rubens, for instance, he flutters around Venus playfully. A similar creature powders the cheeks of a female centaur in Disney's 1940 film Fantasia. But he wasn't always a chubby tubbler in a loincloth. Cupid is the Roman incarnation of the Greek god Eros, who first appears in Theogony by the poet Hesiod. I am so butchering these names. I'm sorry. <laughs> this god, the loveliest of all the immortals, was far from adorable. Eros wielded power over god and mortal alike, making men's body go limp, mastering their minds and subduing their wills. Classical depictions of Eros from pottery in the 5th century BC, for instance, feature a young man who is both beautiful and dangerous. In the Roman myth of Cupid and Psyche, Cupid is defined by his seductive powers, and his reputation wasn't exactly mild. In the 6th century, Archbishop Isidore of Seville called Cupid a demon of fornication. <laughs> Baroque and Rococo artists embraced the childlike Cupid by combining him with the biblical figure of the cherub. These fat winged babies were responsible for provoking love rather than participating in it. His wild past long forgotten, the new Cupid was a beloved character on Victorian Valentine's Day cards, which is probably how we wound up with such an adorably innocent matchmaker today. Fact. The first Valentine was sent in the 15th century. The oldest record of a valentine being sent, according to history.com, was a poem written by a French medieval duke named Charles to his wife in year 1415. Charles penned this sweet note to his lover while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London at just 21 years old. One of the lines in the poem, I am already sick of love, my very gentle valentine. Hmm, sweet. Myth. Valentine's Day is pretty miserable for single people. Psychologist Bella De Polo 
points out that the way we talk about Valentine's Day implies that those who are paired up are happier people, even maybe better people than single people. Our culture would have you believe that it's either a romantic candlelight dinner for two or watching Bridget Jones' diary on repeat in your bathroom while doing bicep curls with a pint of Rocky Road. Luckily, there are reams of research on the lives of single people and it shows that being alone is a far cry from being lonely. Sociologist Eric Klinenberg discovered that almost everyone who lives alone does so because they choose to. Noting that one of the most powerful findings is that nothing is lonelier than living with the wrong person. Studies show that single people are more likely to have strong ties to friends and neighbors than their married friends do. They also place a higher value on meaningful work and experience more personal growth than those who are married. So if your coupled friends can't stop giving you pitying glances this time of year, just remind them that getting married doesn't change your long-term happiness and that you and the other 100.6 million unmarried Americans are doing just fine. I love this. That was so great and uplifting. And now a fact. The tradition of giving Valentine's Day flowers dates back to the 17th century. Giving red roses may be an obvious romantic gesture today, But it wasn't until the late 17th century that giving flowers became a popular custom. In fact, the practice can be traced back to when King Charles II of Sweden learned the language of flowers, which pairs different flowers with specific meanings on a trip to Persia. The act of giving flowers then became a popular trend during the Victorian Victorian era, including on Valentine's Day, with red roses symbolizing deep love. Myth. The St. Valentine's Day massacre bricks are cursed. Reality. The massacre was the machine gunning of five members of Chicago's North Side Irish Gang, along with two other unlucky associates by Al Capone's South Side Italians. The victims were lined up against the brick wall of a warehouse in Lincoln Park and ventilated with Tommy guns. The warehouse soon became a tourist attraction and was torn down in 1967 with the bricks purchased by Canadian businessman George Pady. They were then used in the men's room of a 20s-themed club with a plexiglass wall around them so men could pee on them. They were then used in the men's room of a 20s 
themed club with a plexiglass wall around them so men could pee on them. Yes, I read it correctly. I just needed to <laughs> I just needed to check. I get it kind of but how would you clean them properly? Uh, I don't want to think about this anymore. The club closed and the bricks were sold off piecemeal with many ending up at the Mob Museum in Las Vegas. Paddy claimed that many of the individual bricks he sold came back to him, returned by people who befell bad luck in business, love and health due to them. Who would buy these things? I get it, they are murder memorophilia, but they were peed on constantly. And a fact. There is an official Valentine's Day alternative for single people. International Quirky Alone Day <laughs> is the holiday for single people on the same date. The holiday isn't an anti-Valentine's Day event, but rather a moment to celebrate self-love and platonic relationships. International Quirky Alone Day has been celebrated globally since 2003. Myth Ladies want you to ladies want you to buy them something sexy. Reality. Thanks to the unreal unrealistic ideas propagated by men's magazines and the media in general general. Many women have body issues that could only be exacerbated by buying them lingerie they're not comfortable with with. Men seem to have gotten the message as according to flower company Teleflora, Teleflora only 11% buy sexy night things for their partners. Your best bet is to ask your lady what she actually wants, whether it's something sexy or something else, rather than just getting what you think you are supposed to buy. Also, if you buy some lingerie and it is not the right size, you're screwed. <laughs> Then run for your fucking life. And our last fact for today. Lovebirds are actual birds. While the term lovebirds has become a popular figure of speech, it's also the common name for the Agapornis bird. This bird is a type of a parrot that is native to the continent of Africa and can be found throughout the eastern and southern regions. The animals typically travel in pairs, which is why many couples are referred to as 
lovebirds. So this was all from me today. I'll see you next time. And very happy Valentine's Day to all. Whether you are in a relationship or single. Remember Valentine's Day celebrates all kinds of love. So cherish your loved ones. Remember your friends. Have a nice week. And I'll see you next time. Bye! God. So, uh, Zane, let's talk about some more cartoons here real quick. Okay. All right? Ah, cow and chicken. Nope. Did you ever watch it? Watch it? Uh, as much as in, it's as in like, on the television. more than one episode. Um, Probably. Would you, would you think of a rip-off of Ren and Stimpy? Kind of no, like? I thought it was terrible. Just bad? Yeah, bad no. I, that, there, there, there was a certain time in Cartoon Network history. Uh, it was right after a great time in their history where they had the Powerpuff Girls and yes. Samurai Jack. Two very, very great shows. Yes, I'll still Samurai watch Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls, you know, both were... I, I Samurai Jack is it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's the number one. It's a number it's one, number people. Powerpuff <laughs> Girls, also a number one. Maybe yes. not such a number one, but still very number one-esque. Mm. Um, and then they decided to go ahead and make shows like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Now, not to say that Courage did not have its moments of greatness. Courage had a few good moments. And honestly, the show was terrible. But it had some one-liners and some scenes. <laughs> it's like, yo... A yo-yo? Yeah. It's under the sofa. Why that is so funny to me, I have no idea. I just it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, I like the, the fact that the grandpa was, was great. Yeah. I just like the fact that it was through the eyes of a dog. You like the whole and you know that what he was watching or seeing wasn't what he was seeing. Yeah, but no, that that time of the uh, the uh, cartoon network shows, that was also the same time that Johnny Bravo was really yep. getting yep. I don't like those shows. Really? I see I, I had an affinity for Johnny Bravo only because he was so stupid. And like, yeah, he, well, Johnny was better than Cow and uh, Chicken. I'll give it that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Cow and Chicken was one of them shows. Like I said, I, I I remember more of the theme song than I do the actual show. Yeah, I don't even you know, know, Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. <laughs> Daddy was proud. He didn't care how. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Uh, did you ever uh, uh, Angry Beavers? Number one. Yeah. Oh, Angry Beavers. One. Angry Beavers was a good one. <coughs> Funny, I actually, uh, when you think about, you know, the the good, the good stick shows, you don't you don't remember the Angry Beavers, but the Angry Beavers, yeah, yeah, right up there. Yep, right very, up there. Very number well one. written as well. Number one. Yeah, it's a number Norbert one. Norbert and Daggett. Forget the name of the beaver. Yes, yes. All right. That's I, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought of it. It's exactly. Yeah. How do you remember that? <laughs> just do and and the shows. Come on. There's a show called The Angry Beaver. Yeah. And, and and they immortalized a character who was almost as good as the log <laughs> with the invention of stump. Yes, stump. <laughs> who would who would make these amazing stump speeches <laughs> from his stump podium? And they were, they would never say a word. And they were just like, that's very brief of the stump. See, see this is why he's our man. <laughs> he's very disappointed. And, yeah, and, like, and Beavers having 
you know, their their most like iconic idol, like their god in a way, was a wooden spoon. Yeah, word. How more that? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Do you remember the Grim Adventures with Billy and Mandy? Ah, see, that was another one. Um, I know it's not as and old, and there but... and there you go. Where Dexter was another part of that great combo yes. of. Samurai Jack. Yep. Powerpuff Girls. Dexter's Lab. Yep. And then I think, yeah, I think the Grim Adventures is kind of that link between, that missing link between terrible and good. Yeah. <laughs> it, All right. It, it sits there in the middle of those as something that had a good run and was entertaining, but boy, uh, Billy was, was something <laughs> else. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did that not start off as the Grim Adventures or of Mother Goose? The Grim Adventures of Mother Goose. Oh, Before Billy and Mandy, there was, that's where they got Grim and them from. Grim was a dog, like a weird dog. It's very possible. I, I don't think know. I, I I could be not remembering this, remembering this right, but I think that's where that came from. It was an offshoot. Um, Boondocks. Oh, oh, best first episode of cartoons probably in history. And uh, after that, <laughs> the first season alone is, is hands down brilliant. Um, it, it it kind of moves along and kind of loses some of its flavor, but it's yeah, no, it's it's a number one. By the way, John Witherspoon, best fucking role yeah, of his it's life. A, it's a number one. Yeah, it's it's a it was a brilliant show, and I I almost wish they did more of it. Like it it it, it has it was it caught fire so fast. I want to say there's a revival. We'll stop with the revivals because uh. We'll just say fuck the revival. Yeah, that's, no, that's right. That's the problem, though. No, they had, like, one season, great. Second season was okay, but then it went on hiatus for, right. like, years. years. And when it did come back, its audience was gone. Yep. You know, well, our, times changed in those yeah, couple of years. Like, Well, our audience was gone. Like, people grew up and had jobs and weren't watching Adult Swim at midnight anymore. Right. Nor did they even remember what Adult Swim was because you decided to put shows on there that were absolute terrible crazy fucking yeah <laughs> like just really really bad stuff so nobody wanted to watch any of that garbage anymore i don't even know what the hell's on adult swim anymore uh, you know there, there's some good things but most of it i can't yeah I can't like most it. of it's live action isn't it yeah i don't even know dude. yeah like i, I can't even, even it used to be a place for good like anime and uh, you know and then weird animation and shit and that's really cool <laughs> oh um Henry's cat? No, no, not Henry's cat. Eek the cat. Oh, eek, yeah. Eek the cat. It never hurts to help. <laughs> it's from. Eek oh, the cat. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It never hurts to help. That's right. Super Dave. Yup. Yep. No, I still, I still quote that show. Yup. I haven't, I haven't seen Eek the cat in forever. Long, a long yeah, that was a Saturday morning one. Uh, came on before something that I really liked. Maybe it was X Men. So yeah, it I watched a lot of Eek. It was on Fox, right? Yeah, yeah it was definitely on yeah, Fox. It was a Fox show. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Eat the Cat had its moments. It didn't last that long, right? Like oh. two years, maybe, tops. I want to say maybe two seasons. Um, Ugly Americans? That was from like 2010, 2012. I don't even know. Um, it was kind of uh, like Office meets um, Hell. Like they go to hell, but was it's Was that good. the one with, did it have a wizard? Yes. I do remember yes. that. Yes, it did. Um, it was actually pretty good. I saw th- 
three or four episodes of it, and the ones I saw were actually all right. Like I didn't, I couldn't, I never got into it, into it, but it was like, yeah, no, I, I, I think I remember a little of it, but you know, once again, you know, well, yeah, I wouldn't. It's not a number one. No, it's not a number one. <laughs> uh, last time we talked about Tiny Toons. Well, we mentioned them, Pinky the Brain. Uh, you know, Extreme Ghostbusters. What'd you think of the Extreme Ghostbusters? Not the real Ghostbusters. Was it was it worth continuing? No. There you go. That's what I wanted. To, a lot of people have fucking varying fucking uh, arguments about the, the extreme Ghostbusters. They're like, well, it's a direct continuation, and it, but doesn't mean it was good. It, it really doesn't mean it was any good. Like, I, I did not... And it, it might just be because I was, you know, used to Egon and, you know, Peter and, and, and fucking Ray and, and Winston, and then they got this whole new group of people in there with a guy... Who looks like Egon and sounds like Egon, kind of, being their leader now. Like, it, it, I don't know. It, it, it totally just threw off what I liked about the original real Ghostbusters cartoon. Which, it's up there for me. You know, anyway. Where does that kind of rank? Not a number one? Not a Not number one. one. <laughs> no, they had movies. The movies are good enough. The movies were good. Um, uh, did you care for the, the new one? I have not yet seen Afterlife. Okay, good. I haven't either. That's why I was asking. I was going to say. I hear it's good. I will, I will definitely check it out. Yeah. I, I'm sure. I know that they have it at the Red Box, and as soon as I rent it, it'll be available on Hulu. <laughs> For free. <laughs> so, if I don't rent it, I'll never see it. Nope. And if I rent it, then it's going to be on Hulu next week. Just like Spider-Man No Way Home. I still haven't seen <laughs> it. I haven't seen it either. I still haven't seen it. And I'm waiting for it to pop up on Disney Plus, but it ain't gonna. Yep. So I can't see Far From Home or No Way Home. Uh, wait, was it Far From Home first, then yeah. No Way Home? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I can't see the new one until I see the second That's one. That's right. You got to see the second one first, which I did see, and that was good. I still haven't seen Venom either. Uh, like the first one. The first one? Yeah, and it looked good. I saw maybe ten minutes of it in the beginning, and I didn't. For some reason, I never. I didn't finish it. I can't remember if it was just not good or if I just got my ADHD and said, fuck it, go off somewhere. I said, turn off Cow and Chicken. Probably. <laughs> Sam and Max or something like that. Sam and Max! That, that was, Not that good. The video games were better. Uh, the video games are better, yes. The, the cartoon... The cartoon wasn't that good. I, I don't know. I like it. It wasn't that good. I like it. <laughs> we can disagree on that one all day. But uh, <laughs> I, I just like Steve Purcell. He can really do no wrong in my mind. So, so that's, that's basically where I'm going with that. Uh, Wacky Races. I know you remember Wacky yeah, that was fun. Right, Dick Dastardly and fucking yeah. Utley and all yeah, that. The problem was that you couldn't keep a show like that going because yeah, what's your, your premise is you got a race. race. Yeah, yeah, um, like Only they, so much you could do there. They did try to keep it continuing, though, uh, like, you know, by mentioning what happened in the previous races on those shows. Like, yeah, yeah, like, no, it was, it was one of my... I, I appreciated that as, uh, you know, probably one of the better Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Oh, yeah. Because it really did involve a lot of characters that... I would have never cared to see anywhere else. Right? Like the the, the, the Dalton gang, those the, the Itty Bitty and Big Dalton, the yeah. fucking uh, Penelope Pitstop. Or, or the Shark Team. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, so it, it involves a lot of characters. Or uh, the hairy guy. Bam, bam. Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. Yes, sir. You know, it, so it involves a lot of characters that I wouldn't, I didn't want to care for to watch on their own. Right. But put them all together. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was it was like the Laugh Olympics with Scooby Doo yeah. versus you know all the the, the Yogi the Yogi Yahoo's and the all them like those were compilation cartoons. I guess they're okay. Like they're not like great cartoons, but you know they're memorable. 
Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit one more out here real quick, and then uh, Wolverine and the X Men, not X Men the animated series. I can't say anything about it because I don't know if I ever watched it. Okay, well that's fair. That's not X Men Evolution. Nope, nope, Which different X -Men show. X Men Evolution was pretty good. Yeah. Better? It was actually really good. It was a good story. Um, didn't love the characters, but it was actually really really good. That was the one um, where they're in school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know Wolverine and the X Men. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men was kind of like. I want to say it was a continuation, almost, of that one, where they were in the school. I think it came out after. See, I don't know. Right. So, I, I could be wrong again, but um, I think that's what I remember happening. Uh, We've so, got the interweb. Uh, yes, we do. I, I should go look this up. Cause, uh, You've I, got this right in front do, of you. I do. All right. So, Wolverine and the X-Men. All right. Series January 23rd through 29th. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, reunites the X-Men to battle against the injustices of the mutant response to Vision. This was the art for it. And yeah, it was. It came out after uh, Evolution because... Uh, yeah, I never I never watched yeah, this at all. I, yeah. I didn't even know that this existed. Yep, I remember now because uh, this is the way... Uh, they, they evolved Nightcrawler. Basically, they just grew him up a little bit. Um, it's basically the same artwork. Um, yeah. then they probably killed him again. Yeah, more, more than likely. <laughs> it's all Nightcrawler's good for. It's gonna just that's it. kill him. That's it. All right. Well, uh, you know, Zane, we, uh, we, we touched on some cartoons. I did not keep track tonight. So. No, that's fine. Well, I'll listen back and I'll keep track. Okay. Uh, we played some music. I believe in a thing called love. Yep. And song. I've heard that song forever. <laughs> I do love that song. Um, whatever happened to the fucking darkness? Are they still doing stuff? Because I don't remember. I haven't heard anything from them since then. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I could just not be. You know how I am with keeping up to date with music. So uh, I'm not very good at it. So <laughs> but uh, so uh, I figured next week. We'll uh, talk, you know, a couple more. I'll uh, write down the ones that we mentioned this show so we don't mention them again. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, uh, we'll probably have Hannah back next week and Eleanor. And uh, Zane shaking his head like the darkness haven't put shit out since that song. Well, that was certified quadruple platinum wow. in the United Kingdom. Okay. Won three Brit Awards. Of course. They are very British. Extensive touring in support of that, that album. Uh, one of them left the band. Oh, not the lead singer, I hope. Uh, Napoleon. Napoleon. Napoleon? No. Napoleon was in that group? I don't Dynamite? Know who he was exactly. As long as he wasn't the lead right. singer, he was the flamboyant as well. He was a guitar player, it seems. Okay. And uh, so he left the band. And the band's second studio album. One Way Ticket to Hell and Back was released in 2005. And then Justin Hawkins departs from the band and completed a course in rehabilitation from <laughs> alcohol and cocaine abuse. Oh, the cocaine. As a result, the remaining members formed Stone Gods and continued to perform and record without Hawkins 
who subsequently fronted his own project, Hot Leg. Oh, so the lead singer did leave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hawkins was the lead singer. And March 15th, The Darkness announced a reunion show oh. with original bassist Frank Folian, including Download, including Download Festival 2011. Oh, God, that was a while ago. Third okay. album, Hot Cake. Didn't say that that Hawkins came back though. <laughs> Their sixth studio album, Easter, is canceled. It was released in 2019. Okay. After the COVID pandemic, but it stopped their world tour in 2020. That means they were on a what? world tour. So uh, they were somewhat, they were definitely still relevant. Okay. The band wound up the year with uh, one-off streaming live shows. And on June 4th, the band announced their seventh studio album, Mother Heart, would be released. Uh, October fifteenth of last year. No shit. So yep, they're they're still going. The strong. darkness is still going strong. I think strong. Hawkins. I don't think he's in the band anymore. Though. Oh, well, they can't be that great. Yeah, I don't think Justin. They didn't say that Justin Hawkins came back. No, they just said the bass player came yeah. back. Yeah, past members. So who are active members? Years active. Doesn't doesn't say who's active. Well, it does say that it consists of these guys, so maybe he did come back. Maybe he did. Wow. So, you know, that's it's always hard for me for a band to continue on with the name without the singer. Right. It's you know, it's you can replace a lot of people in bands, but when you replace the lead singer, it's very hard to continue calling them that. It only really worked with Leonard Skinner because it was his younger brother <laughs> that took over for him. Artemis Pyle was better. I, Artemis Pyle was a great drummer. No, singer too. And singer, yes. You got <laughs> he, it. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that he could, yes, does yes. better better Ronnie Van Zant than, than whoever Van Zant is doing <laughs> it. Whatever now. Van Zant's doing it. They ain't no goddamn original member of Leonard Skinner left. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Zane, you want to tell the people anything? Got a Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Oh, man. I am going to bet that Eminem's hair is blonde. I'm going to bet that. Snoop Dogg's going to talk about weed. I don't think he'll talk about weed. I think he's, he's, he's going to rap about it. There you go. <laughs> Definitely rap But then again, it. isn't rapping just talking over a beat? No. <laughs> no. Well, that depends. Well, come on now. Now, 19... I'm a rapper. Now, now, I nine, can say this. 90s rap? No, they, they rhymed over. They they, they true, spit they poetry they over did. beat. Now they just Now say they just words. mumble and say words. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, who you got for the Super Bowl? I got the Steelers. Oh, wait, sorry. I can't say that word. It's not the Steelers are playing. <laughs> the Steelers aren't playing, Zane. I should know this. It's not the Steelers. Not the Steelers. Um, I have uh, the Rams. You have the Rams? I, I, I like Matthew Stafford, and, and their defense is too much to handle. Who are they facing? The Bengals? The Bengals. And oh I love God. me some Joe Burrow. Oh Number God. nine, baby. You know what? Go Young Buck. Rest in peace, Brian Pillman. That's right. Cincinnati Bengal himself. Yes, he was. Played one season with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mom in the bench? Yeah, probably. <laughs> More than like, I think he was a running back, to tell you the truth. He's too white to be a He's too right to be a running back. And on that note, <laughs> enjoy the knot. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, once again, and, and, and there's a day of Valentine's on Monday. Oh. I, uh. That Hallmark Day. I don't celebrate this holiday. Nope. My wife will get my loving right now when That's I get right. home. That's right. I will give her. Bouquet. <laughs> All over her face. All over her face. <laughs> and on that note, it, it's flowers. <laughs>
It's flower. Okay, okay. It's flower. It's not the bu- Oh, okay. You said bouquet. I did. Not bukkake. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my wife would never have. She would that. never. She's, the, she's my wife. She's not some. That's some whore. <laughs> she ain't some whore. She don't. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, to be perfectly honest, this is what I'll leave you with there today, people. If my wife asked me to do that, I probably would have a hard time doing it. <laughs> probably. I don't know if I could. <laughs> and that's that's being honest right there. That is Valentine's honesty. That I don't. I could blow a load in my wife's face. It, t- it takes a freaky kind of bitch to ask for that. I'm just saying. I'm just, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you guys then. Peace.